Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. All right, everybody. We are live and we are going to talk some MMA, UFC, Bellator, a little boxing. But first, Chevy, tell people what's coming up on future episodes. All right, October 14th, UFC Fight Night, Yusuf versus Barbosa. Interesting. Uh striking matchup and then october 21st we're back to pay-per-views with ufc 294 makachev versus Oliver 2 that was on my list of top five uh fights i'm most excited about for the rest of the year and then rounding out the end of the month october 28th we're going to be talking about the big heavyweights tyson fury versus francis nganu pay-per-view uh on espn plus there there's no ufc that weekend all right. All right. So some big fights. So why don't we uh, talk about Francis Nugano and specifically Tyson Fury? Yeah. So Tyson just booked uh, a fight versus Usyk. Obviously, that is the fight for boxing that everyone needs to see. Uh, biggest uh, questions for sure. Um, but it is two months after the Francis Nugano fight. So um <laughs> It looks like Fury is incredibly uh, confident about his ability to get through unscathed. Well, I mean, he should be for starters. I mean, you know, but I also kind of tend to think this is also head games, you know, for like uh, Nagano. Like say, okay, you know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to show him I'm so overconfident and I am, but I'm also going to do the training or whatever because I'm a professional. And I'm not going to, you know, get caught. I think this works, you know, to his advantage. And oh, by the way, if he happens to get cut up for some reason, they're going to postpone the fight. There's no doubt about it. So I don't think Fury, it's nothing to postpone a fight in boxing. So I think this is um, confidence, but also some head games on Francis. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to affect Francis too much. I think he's pretty mentally strong if you think about all the things he's gone through in his life with you know his emigrating from uh cameroon to to france and failing six times before he finally got in and you know his struggles uh with stipe in the beginning the Mm -hmm. first fight and then overcoming all this garbage with these negotiations with the ufc and everything very mentally strong person. I don't think it's really going to get to him. I think Francis knows exactly what he needs to do in this fight, and he's prepared to go out and do it. Whether he can do what he needs to do remains to be seen. But Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome if he could shock the world. If ever there was a guy I'd like to see shock the world, it'd be Francis Nagano. But if ever there was a stylistic matchup that I thought was just so tough going into it, it'd be a heavyweight. It hits hard like Fury. It has such an experience in boxing over Francis and moves around at the speed that he moves at. Yeah. 
Uh, they did announce that. Uh, I mean, nobody knows one other fighter that's going to be on this card, but they are all going to be heavyweights on the card. So, you oh. know, lots of possible finishes. So that's good to look forward to. But we'll yeah. go over all that at the end of the month. We'll, we'll have a whole show on that. So let's cool. move on to uh, UFC this weekend. We're back with a very good fight night. Uh, UFC Dawson versus Green, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're just going to talk about a couple of the fights on the undercard. We won't go over them, but some good matchmaking from the UFC here. Uh, Alexander Hernandez versus Bill Algio. Great matchup. Uh, Felipe Lenz versus Ian Cutalabra. Uh, that'll be an exciting face-off at the beginning because Cutalabra's crazy. Uh, Drew Dober um, versus Ricky Glenn. Dober's a minus 440. There's some pretty heavy favorites on, on this uh, card. And then Alex Moreno versus Joaquin Buckley. That's a very interesting matchup. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Yeah, those are some good uh, stylistic fights we're going to see. Um, interesting. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah. The Alexander Hernandez and Bill Algio one. That one's possible fight of the night. But um, let, let's move on to the co-main event. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer versus Abdul Razak Al Hassan. All right, Abdul, twelve and five, twelve knockouts. Uh, performance of the night three times. This is a guy that likes to get you out of there. Joe Pfeiffer, however, on the other hand, um, up here, Joe. Where's my Joey? There he is. He's eleven and two, eight KOs. So he likes to put the finishing touches on you. Two subs, one decision. Joe is 2-0 in the UFC. What I think is very interesting about Joe, though, is he's a guy that since getting to the UFC already, he's just looking like um, somebody who's taking his career very seriously. Um, you know, I think there's stories about him, you know, getting help from Dana White, too, right, because he had some financial troubles. And now he's able to really focus on his career. And he's looking really sharp in his first couple outings. So uh, I got to go with Joe here. Uh, he looks like a little bit more of the complete fighter to me. Certainly he could get caught, but I'm going to go with Joe Pfeiffer. Um, I'm going to go. I bet you he continues to streak because I bet stylistically these guys are going to get right at each other. And I'm saying round one, he's going to maybe find a way to get his back and maybe choke him out. Yeah, Joe's a heavy favorite, uh, minus 455. Uh, he's undefeated and has 100% finish rate by strikes in the UFC, like you were saying. Abdul is six and five in the UFC, but all of his wins are by KO, like you were saying. Um, I think Joe's the big favorite because his striking is much slicker. Mm -hmm. uh, he his punches are straighter, um, which means they'll get there faster, uh, slicker, more polished. His chin is untested though, so this is a very dangerous fight for him because Abdul has lots of power. Um, but I think Pfeiffer's the truth. Um, and I'm with you. I say he gets a round one uh, KO. Yeah, well, we'll guess we'll find out. Round one KO. I was thinking, he, like I said, I think he'll end up getting his back or something and knock him down and get a submission out of him. But either way, it's round one. That's what I think, stylistically. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the main event. Number 10, Grant Dawson versus Bobby Green. Bobby Green trying to break into the top 10. He is. He's Bobby Green is 30 and 14, one and one. He's got 10 KOs, nine subs, 11 decisions. 
He's got uh, submission of the night one time, performance of the night twice, fight of the night four times. He's got the most significant strikes in UFC lightweight division history. All right. He's got most total strikes landed in UFC lightweight division history. So Bobby's a very slick striker. Uh, he did just submit Tony Ferguson, but I think a lot of us feel that's that's the decline of Tony a little bit. Um, Bobby's always been kind of an up-and-down fighter, though. Win a couple, then lose a couple. Grant Dawson, not that way. 21-1, and one, four KOs, 13 subs, three decisions, 8-0-1 oh, in the UFC. This guy's been quietly putting a little streak together here. Uh, performance of the night twice. So... What I see here is um, Dawson uh, been rolling along quietly, but he, despite being in the top 10, I don't think has fought the level of competition of a Bobby Green. So this will be a really good test for both of them, for Bobby to see that, you know, hey, can I crack that top 10? And for Dawson, like, hey, you're going to get somewhat of a little bit of a name here who's coming off that win over Tony. I think Dawson's up for the test. I love Bobby, but this is usually the type of fight he'll lose. You know, usually he's going to win those exciting fights, and when it comes time to make a break situation where you want to move up, Bobby doesn't usually come through. I say that with a heavy heart. I want Bobby Green to win this. He's fun. He's a fun fighter. He's a great character. But uh, I say smart money is on Dawson by decision. Yeah, Grant Grant is a heavy favorite as well, minus 445. Um, with his grappling, I understand. Uh, Bobby's one of the best counter punchers in the UFC, though. So when Grant's coming at him, Bobby's going to land on him. He's also very good at mixing up his cadence, so it's very hard to time his strikes um, when you're trying to go in on him. His takedown defense is also phenomenal. It's near 75% takedown defense. Um, you know, I, I think that Islam knocked him down a few pegs with that, but he, he's yeah. up there near 75%. Um, he's, he's also very hard to hit because he's throwing so many punches at you. <clears throat> so if he can, you know, stuff enough takedowns, I think he'll land on Grant. I, I'm a big fan of both of these guys, by the way, yeah. but uh, I'm feeling the upset here. So I oh. think Bobby has the tools to catch him coming in. And when he catches him, he can finish him. He's a great finisher. Um, he has momentum currently as well with that Tony Ferguson win. Um, I'll go with Bobby round three TKO. Round three. Okay. Very good. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited for this main event. So um, we also got Bellator 300 this week, right? Yeah. We're not going to go over everything. We'll just talk about, um, you know, Bellator's coming to an end here one way or another, I believe the PFL's back in. We're trying to buy them again or, or something. I'm not sure what the final is on that, but uh, we are nearing the end of our of seeing Bellator as a promotion. Unfortunately, it's nice to see some uh, competition for the UFC outside of like one championship. So, a um, lot of good title fights on this, though. Uh, you were saying before we got on the the Ryan Bader one fell off unfortunately yeah. due to an injury but we saw three title fights on here so uh Liz Carmouche versus Alamale McFarlane for the flyweight yeah. belt uh you got any thoughts on how you see that one going yeah it's a rematch I believe uh Carmouche won the title for McFarlane uh where is this card being held uh let's see I don't 
remember off the top of my head. Take a look here. San Diego. San Diego. Not quite Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, um, I was wondering. Well, if- that's as close yeah. as you're going to get. <laughs> um, yeah, just look at this up here with McFarlane right now. Uh, her mixed martial arts record. Uh, she... She lost the title to Juliana Val- Velasquez, actually. Oh, yeah. And uh, by decision, I think a lot of that people thought she won, and she lost another decision. She's won two in a row, and now she's fighting Carmouche. So Carmouche is a veteran. I got to say Liz Carmouche is going to get this done. Yeah, I- I'm going to go with McFarland just because I know Liz has been doing great lately over in Bellator with whatever testing they have going on, but uh, she's 39 years old. So I think that this is just a very tough test for her. I think that McFarlane can stand up to Liz's grappling. Um, So I think I'm going to go with McFarlane, probably decision though. Okay. All right, let's move on to the uh, featherweight women's title. Very excited for this fight for sure. Cyborg versus Kat Zingano. Hey, conventional logic is I should pick Cyborg here. Uh, she's a killer. She, other than, uh, you know, um, getting Amanda. caught by Amanda Nunes. Yeah, and a fight that she caught Amanda too. You know, it's like no one's really been able to put Cyborg in trouble. Kat Sagano, of course, has a win over Amanda Nunes, as we know in her career. And Kat Sagano is very durable. I want Kat to win this pretty bad, actually. I really would love this for Kat. I've always liked her. Um, I have a hard time betting against Cyborg, though. So I'll go with Cyborg. Um, I say this goes for a little bit. Round three. Yeah. Um I wish this fight had happened a while ago. Kat's 41 i think and uh cyborg's 38 yeah 38 um so i wish this happened a while ago and and with their fighting styles you know they say power is the last thing to go um athleticism would be the first thing and cat really needs the athleticism to uh you know negate cyborg's power and everything so uh i'm with you I, i like both uh, women, but I, I'm definitely more of a cat fan. But I see Cyborg winning this one. Unfortunately, probably, probably by TKO. But I, I can see Zinganu surviving and and just kind of getting beat up for three rounds. But I'll say round two TKO for Cyborg. All right, main event, new main event, uh, lightweight men's belt. Usman Nurmagomedov versus Brett Primus. Brent Primus. Yeah, Nurmagomedov has never lost a fight. Um, so I don't know if that's going to change. <laughs> so I'll go with a pit bull. He'd be a, a pit bull in Bellator. So. Yeah. So let me look at that fight, too. I just out of curiosity. Um, his last one was Benson Henderson. Pitbull was one of the three decisions. He's got a lot of finishes here. Um, eight knockouts, six submissions. Uh, I'm going to go with Nergamarov, uh, third round submission over Primus. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, uh, I'm going to go with second round KO. I think he 
their wrestling will kind of go up against one another and I'll end on the the striking difference. So I'm going to go with Usman versus KO round two. Either way, we're going with Usman all day. Yeah. 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 So, Bellator 300 looks like a fun show, though. I I am particularly excited about that co-main event with Sagan and Cyborg. As much as I think we favor Cyborg, because it is happening at this point in their careers, it is kind of a compelling, interesting to fight. To yeah, see. Neither, neither girl's in their prime, so it's really who's declined more, you know? Yeah, and it can be exciting because they both still want to win, obviously. You know? Yeah, for sure, yeah. So I wish I had Showtime. I won't be watching it, but yeah, we'll <laughs> figure something out. You might. Yeah. All right. Let's talk what we got coming up one more time. All right. October 14th, UFC Fight Night, Yusuf versus Barbosa. And October 21st, UFC 294, Makachev versus Oliveira 2. And then yes. at the end of the month, October 28th, Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. All right, guys. Should be a fun month of October. Um, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the fights. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 